Hey guys, welcome back to Bell's View and I'm your girl Bell. Today I'll be discussing the highly anticipated season premiere of reality show Love and Marriage Huntsville. It follows three to four couples based in Huntsville, Alabama who are entrepreneurs and navigating the balance between managing successful businesses, their love lives, and their friendships. We open up the season with a bunch of mess. Here I am thinking Marceau has finally listened to his wife and his brother and his friends and realized that him working himself 24-7 a day isn't healthy. And he admitted, I guess I was depleted doing this 24-7 and realized that he needed to take a bit of a step back and constantly working, working, working doesn't matter if you don't take the time to fully experience life. So he went on a trip to Africa. Here's my thing. I understand that Africa is a continent. I know a lot of people understand that Africa is a continent. But I think sometimes we make the mistakes of not saying the specific country. And I wish Marceau would have said the specific country or countries that he visited. I'm like, okay, maybe you're actually listening to the people around you and you realize you don't know every fucking thing. No. So when I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt, he went on this trip to the African continent by himself. No Tisha, no kids. Now I understand needing some me time and self-care, but the fact that you were all the way across the world that there was some that if anything happened, it wouldn't be like you could get there immediately to be with your wife and children, and that you didn't even invite her to go with you. I find that suspect. And it made me think about the first season when Tisha expressed interest in wanting to go back to work again because she doesn't feel completely fulfilled being a stay-at-home mom and wife and that she can do both. And he manipulated her and guilt tripped her and gaslit her and turned it around and said, when I, when I go out and work and make money, I'm not just doing it for myself. I'm doing it because it's what my family needs me to do. Essentially implying that her desire to go back to work instead of solely just being a stay at home mother and wife was being selfish in a negative way where ultimately her going back to work and balancing both would not only improve her mental and emotional well-being, but then that would flow into the children in a positive way, which would flow into him in a positive way. But of course he didn't think of it that way because he's a controlling, manipulative piece of shit. So then we fast forward three to four years and this motherfucker essentially implied, oh, I needed to go to, go to the African continent for myself. When I was reading the social media comments about this season premiere, people were saying there are wellness retreats and spas that you can go to in Alabama that are like along the coast or something. In the same way, there's different wellness and spa retreats within the United States. But this motherfucker went to the African continent where he could barely be reached. And when I say barely be reached... And when I can, when I say barely be reached, he was saying that even though his phone was on, 
he knew that he would have limited service. I think that motherfucker deliberately did not want to hear from his wife and just wanted to do what he wanted to do, which is unrealistic because you have three kids with her, all who are under the age of 18. Anyway, they're talking about the rumors they keep hearing on social media. It's very clear that it's affecting Tisha mentally and emotionally. And instead, he tells her, we can't give life to it. Well, there's life to it, and it doesn't help because your dumbass posted that picture of you, your brother, and Martel at some club in Atlanta. And this was years ago. And within that picture, it this happened to be around the same time that Martel was having an affair with his girlfriend. And if we think about season three finale, well, really season three reunion, Carlos King, who is the showrunner and who hosted this reunion, asked, were you guys around Martel's mistress to witness his feelings for her? Marceau said yes, Maurice said no. Mind you, she was on this trip, this business trip that all three of them took to Atlanta. So now that he's posted this picture and said that it was a joke, now it's messing up Maurice and Kimmy because now Kimmy's wondering, what the, why did you say no when he said yes? Are you lying to me? Did you have an affair on me? He kept beating around the bush and then said no. But it's looking like he did have an affair. And maybe they had been on a break on the time because this was before they got married. But they had bought a house together. So it's it maybe they had a brief moment, but I'm not buying the whole they were on a break because they had already had a house together in their names. So now this is causing issues in Maurice's and Kimmy's marriage. But it's not just Marceau's fault. It's primarily Maurice's fault. He shouldn't have lied. Now, if you didn't want to talk about it because you didn't want to share any information as to you know, what he wit- he witnessed between Martel and Arion, fine. But he could have said that instead of lying on national television. And also, I think Marceau posted that picture because he's tired of the rumors about him having an affair. And if anything were to get out, then that puts him at risk of losing control over his wife. So we're seeing this rift between the brothers that we've never seen before because they've been so close. I don't think they are anymore after this has went down. And honestly, this just reinforces the idea that I had last season. These men barely hold each other accountable. They want to talk about being successful black men, being successful black fathers that can, you know, leave a legacy, especially to their sons. They're very manipulative, they're sneaky, and they're very misogynistic. They talk all this shit about black businesses and black ownership and black entrepreneurship. Yet they make all these excuses when it comes to allegations of infidelity. I believe the reason they haven't fully held Martel accountable for his affair with Arion is because Martel knows both of those brothers were having an affair, having affairs on their wives. That when those dudes would go together on trips, all of them were cheating. 
And that's why they don't completely dig into Martell's ass. And I feel that's going to come out this season. This was a great season premiere. However, it left me a little bit worried. I understand people do reality television initially wanting to show themselves in a certain light to promote their businesses, to create their brand, to expand their brand. We've seen it time and time again. It, I mean, if you, even if you think about Real Housewives of Atlanta, case in point, Candy Burris, you know, with her restaurants and using the show as promotion for those restaurants, the dungeon tours, her sex toy line. But you have to put certain things in place, certain self-care practices and boundaries in order to protect yourself from what social media is saying. Because people can be cruel. Like I do, so every now and then I live tweet during the, the episode or I tweet after I've watched the episode. And sometimes there are people that are literally outing, at, well, adding the cast members, like putting in their Twitter handles and being like, at Letitia Scott, your husband's cheating on you. That's a lot. That's not necessary. It's one thing if you're doing hashtag love and marriage Huntsville while the show's airing and saying, I'm pretty sure Marceau's cheating on Tisha. But what is the point of reaching out to her directly on Twitter to say your husband's cheating on you? I feel like people are just being malicious. So I'm worried about that because you can tell it's really getting to her and I don't want to see anybody on this show have like a nervous breakdown or anything like that yes it's entertaining but I don't want to see someone's marriage fall apart I didn't want that even from the beginning of the show I never would have predicted the show would have gone in this way because the show started out as three successful couples who are educated and who have successful businesses that are balancing love, family, and business within their hometown of Huntsville, Alabama, while making sure they're creating different opportunities and resources that help the black community that they grew up in. And that's still there, but it's not the the focus. The focal point is dysfunctional marriages and infidelity. And even thinking about Kimmy and Maurice. For the longest, I thought Kimmy and Maurice were the most healthy couple on the show. I liked them, and I especially liked Kimmy, you know? But after this premiere, I'm wondering if she's having second thoughts about going on reality TV. Because I don't think she knew that there was a possibility her husband may have cheated on her. Well, I guess when they were dating... I don't think she ever thought that and that he would lie about something like that or that he would do something like that. So I honestly wouldn't be surprised if after this season, somebody or two people left, especially if you feel that even though you're getting money from it, it doesn't outweigh the toll it has on your mental and emotional well-being. Moving along, we have... 
Melody. Apparently Melody is on the outs with Tisha and Destiny. I honestly don't know how her and Destiny fell out because Destiny was a good friend to her. At least it seemed like that over these past few seasons. So in the reunion when it's like, oh, we've barely talked, it's like, oh, where, how's that happen? And it's weird because Destiny has known Martell longer, but had developed a closer relationship with Melody and was even calling Martell out on his disrespect towards Melody. So I don't know what happened, but she's like, oh, well, I'm having an event, Kimmy. I'm inviting you. Don't tell them because they ain't invited. Somehow she heard them talking about her during the reunion or in a hotel or something. Um, I mean, okay. I knew Mel and Tisha would never be friends again. Like, they're just not. And that's fine. But then when we see the upcoming attractions, like, the upcoming, the rest of the season, when we see clips from different parts of the season, well, like, ahead, future ahead. Destiny look like she about to fight Melody or like she's about to fight somebody else at an event. And I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know we were getting physical. Here's the thing. I don't mind, and this might be problematic, if the men were to fight each other. That's funny to me because I feel that we've normalized seeing women fight each other on reality television, especially seeing black women fight each other on reality television, that seeing black men fight each other on reality television, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like that's funny. That's funnier compared to how often we see black women fight each other on reality television. So I'm like, oh, why why, why security holding Destiny back? And now there's rumors that Destiny and Martell have been hooking up. I really hope that's not the truth because that's really, really sketch. Also, Destiny is like singing or rapping now. It was really random. I was just so taken aback. Like, what? Are, I was like, what is she doing? And then to find out that, you know, she had to kind of regroup because she she needed some public assistance to help support her finding her and her son financially, which implies that her son's father hasn't been as helpful. Um, I'm glad that she's getting back on her feet. You'd never, you'd never guess that. The same way, like, no one ever thought that her and her husband would divorce within, well, file for divorce within three weeks of birthing their child. Like, ugh. So we'll see, because initially I didn't care for Destiny, and now I like her, and I'm hoping she doesn't do something that makes me dislike her again who else is Melody I understand Melody isn't friends with anybody on the cast and I do think she knows that all of these men have been having having affairs left and right but didn't feel like it was her place to say it but part of me thought that maybe a part of her kind of felt relieved that it wasn't her this time around and I don't know she just comes off kind of like well it happened to me it probably happened to you that's like no I understand that you're still dealing with bitch ass Martell and how painful that is and you're still healing but at the same time he had cheated before y'all even got married and you still decided to marry him 
and I'm not saying that was a dumb decision. It's just, just because it happened to you doesn't mean that it, it would happen to somebody else. I don't know. I feel part of her gets a little pleasure in what Kimmy's going through right now. And I don't like that. I don't like that because she knows how that feels. And then we have Lewis. See, here's the thing. I don't completely mind Lewis. He's not like super annoying. Weirdly, because these men are so full of themselves, he can be the voice of reason at times. Like, because there's so much quote unquote, like, I'm the man, I'm the alpha male, like this macho, like stereotypical masculine energy and ego and arrogance within that friend, the male friend group. I feel that Lewis can be, he, he, he kind of balances it out in a way. Because Maurice can be the voice of reason at times, but I feel like Lewis can try to get his point across to help someone understand what he's trying to say in order to help them through something they're going through in a calm way and like not say it with arrogance or as if he knows everything like stupid ass Marceau. So I don't mind that. I don't mind that. But clearly him and Marceau are not going to be friends, especially since Everything that Marceau says around the guys, he tells his wife. And his terrible wife then tells the other wives when she shouldn't. I think him and his wife are only on the show for drama. I feel that the showrunners and the producers could have found a better couple. Because they're not interesting at all. And... I especially don't care for his wife because his wife introduced herself by calling out the fact that Munster had, so Maurice Jr. had got caught in the school bathroom vaping. And that's how she introduced herself to Kimmy and then introduced herself to Destiny saying, oh, I thought I saw you with your husband. And then you said, that's not me, implying that he was cheating while they were still married. And then she thinks she didn't do anything wrong. Destiny got upset about it. She called Destiny aggressive. And then she implied that Destiny was ghetto. And then even though Lewis told her what Marceau said in Vegas, she then took Tisha's 15th anniversary that's supposed to be a celebration and said Lewis was shooting hoops with the guys and he said Marceau said that you don't have confidence. Maybe that's something you should talk to your husband about. There's absolutely nothing likable about her. Like, this show has a formula. Everybody on the show is relatively attractive. All of the women outside of Tiffany are always serving looks. For the most part, everybody always looks good from head to toe. I'm talking about the women. They always have cute hair, cute makeup, cute shoes. And Tiffany does not have that. Tiffany is looking like, like she, she doesn't look like a bum, but when you're coming on a show that's already popular and where the women clearly have, like clearly make sure they look good 
like most of the time you see them on screen, like you and your discount shirt can't show up. Like you need to put on, you need to look up to par with them and you stick out like a sore thumb. I say this all to say I don't like this woman. She tried to sell us this sob story about how she was adopted and how it was hard for her to deal with because her her mother gave her up and out of her four siblings, like she was the only one that was half black and that her white mother gave her up for that reason. And I can understand that being hard to deal with. However, you're a 30 plus year old woman with a teenage son who's been married twice and you don't have the self-awareness or the emotional intelligence to know that's not how you introduce yourself to someone to know not to talk about somebody's kid in a negative manner to know not to share confidential information that a woman who invited you on her marriage celebration's husband said about her behind her back during that celebration I think not so we'll see. And Martel's just being Martel. He's he's still acting like he didn't like ruin his family and his marriage and not understanding why he can't get access to Melody every day. Like, what do you expect? So all in all, it was a good season premiere. I look for, I'm excited for about the rest of the season, but I do hope things don't get too much, especially when it comes to the women. I have more empathy and sympathy for the women than the men. And again, like I said, I don't want anyone to feel so depleted from the show or have like some type of nervous breakdown or something because between their personal lives being, you know, televised to millions of people and the the cool things people say on social media on top of whatever they might be dealing with at home. You know, that can be hard to manage. So tell me what you think, guys. What did you think of the season four premiere of Love and Marriage Huntsville? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you think it was so-so? Let me know. You can either um, let me know at Bell in Progress or at Belladore on Twitter. That's um, B-E-L-L-E in Progress. That's B-E-L-L-E in Progress. Or you can feel free to send in a voice message through Anchor. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll be back next week to review the second episode of Season 4 of Love and Marriage Huntsville.